The latest Disney animated classic turned live action has hit the big screen, The Lion King. So how did they do in taking this animated film and transferring it to live action? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Durbania, I'm Durbin, and this is my review for 2019's The Lion King, the live action version. It's animated, but you know, photo real animated, so I guess that qualifies in these days as live action. I didn't say spoiler free review because I don't know what there is to spoil. This movie's been around since 1994 and what you're going to see on the big screen is the exact same thing as the animated movie. So I don't feel like there's a whole bunch to really spoil in diving into this movie and reviewing it. So in the end, my grade for this movie is a solid C minus. Oh my gosh. I mean, okay, so maybe part of me is being too harsh because I just watched the animated movie before going into this one. And I watched it for a theological analysis, which means I really watched it to go layers deep and was paying attention to characters and motivations and kind of just the weight that the voice acting brought to it and all of that stuff. And then I dive into this movie and it's the same movie without the life. It's the same movie, but completely and utterly flat. And what's interesting is, so in watching this movie, especially the first half of this live action movie, it's almost beat for beat. The exact same thing as the animated movie. So how could it be flat if it's almost the same thing? Well, it's interesting because it shows you how much weight just the little things carry. Like, Facial expressions. When you watch the animated movie, they have facial expressions. They laugh, they smile, you know, they scowl. I mean, it's animated, so it's like the lions can have those facial features. I guess they were going for that live action feel, so they didn't want to give the lions or the other animals like a ton of those facial features. Sure, like little cub Simba had a few cute moments and stuff, but there was no real expression going on in the face, and that's kind of a small thing, and you get what they're going for, but man, to lose that, you lose so much of the character. So it's amazing how something like that carries so much weight. Or for instance, Mufasa, it's James Earl Jones. That dude has a deep, bassy, authoritative voice. It's what makes him a perfectly scary villain in Darth Vader. It's what makes him such a great and awesome king in the Lion King animated movie. But in the Lion King animated movie, when Scar in the beginning turns his back on Mufasa and is walking away, <laughs> That a challenge. I mean, there's a hint of a growl under his voice next to the natural bassiness of his voice. It just, it had power when he cut Scar off right there. In this live action movie, none of that. Feels like comparatively, when you watch the Lion King animated movie, the bass in James Earl Jones' voice is turned up to 11. You watch this movie and it's turned down to like negative 11 or something. It just really felt like there was no bass to his voice. And something as simple as that took a lot of authority away from Mufasa for me and took a lot of like the flavor of that character away, leaving it once again flat. I mean, throughout this entire movie, I think that is my biggest note is that it's flat. And one of the things that my wife said is throughout the live action movie, as they're trying to make it look live action, there were some things in the animated movie they didn't do because it doesn't make sense to do it in a live action movie. So they took it out. But rather than replacing it with something that could be funny or lighthearted or give character, you know, it's putting something in that can take its place. They don't do that. So they just take some of that stuff out. And so taking that stuff out, it just kind of felt like they were taking flavor 
out of this movie, which is so sad. The Lion King is my favorite of these animated movies. This did have some positives though. Like I said, Simba as a cub, he definitely had some cute moments. The side characters were truly probably the funniest parts of the movie, like Zazu, Timon, Pumbaa. And they did a good job with like the song Hakuna Matata and playing with our expectations of that song, like things that we remember and kind of getting us to anticipate something and then doing something else and it was kind of funny. So Timon and Pumbaa were really fun characters and they did a great job with those characters and they had some really good moments with that. I did really like Zazu. Rafiki was another one that just lacked for me. And again, it's the little things that carry a lot of weight. I mean, my gosh, how hilarious is it in the Lion King animated movie when Rafiki shows up like Bruce Lee with his staff and it's like, Wah! They didn't do that in this one. I guess they're just like, it's not a cartoon and apes don't do that. So baboons don't do that. So we're not gonna do that. And so it took away from the character to take things like that out and not give it something better or whatever. I don't know, it's just, it lacked flavor and it was totally flat. There was that scene where Sarabi and Scar are getting in a fight and Simba's like, leave my mother alone. But I, I love Donald Glover, I love him. But he sounded like Troy Barnes from Community, the character he played on Community when that character was trying to act serious. Et tu, Brute? Am I using that right? So that was a really goofy character and there were times where he tried to act serious. Et tu, Brute? It felt like he was trying to act serious. So as I'm listening to the voice performances in this, I kind of felt that the whole way through. It felt like a performance rather than feeling like these were real characters feeling these emotions on top of the fact that they didn't really have facial expressions. So will it be a fun ride for the kids? Yeah, probably. I mean, they're watching it, you know, with eyes of wonder. So they're probably going to enjoy it way more than us adults who like grew up on the original animated classic. Maybe I'm too cynical because I just watched the original animated classic. But honestly, that's just how I felt watching this movie. It felt flat. It felt like it lacked the flavor. It lacked the life that the original movie had. And this one just did not have it. So do I recommend it? Not really. It, it, it's definitely a Netflix film for, oh, I'm sorry, not a Netflix film. It's a Disney Plus film for sure. Something to wait until it comes out on Disney Plus rather than spending the extra money to see it on the big screen. If you saw The Lion King, what are your thoughts? Let me know about that in the comments. And while you're there, hit that subscribe button to become a Durbanian. Hit the bell by the subscribe button so you're notified for my next movie review, ranking video, theological analysis, trailer reaction, or anything else I do here. I'm Durbin. Thanks for checking out Durbanian.